0: Nurses and Hypochondriacs, the podcast that brings nurse experts, patients, and hypochondriacs together to discuss hot topics in healthcare. And here is your host, Ercilia Pompilio. To wear a mask or not to wear a mask. Are you essential or are you still non-essential? Are we all still waiting for a vaccine? I don't know. I'm confused. Is Corona apocalypse still happening? I am just over it. I mean, I don't think I was on top of it to begin with, but now I'm just over it. And I'm sure a lot of you out there listening today are just over it. That's why we're making this episode funny. Okay. My guest today is very funny. He makes these very funny YouTube videos. His name is Josel James and he is the charming nurse. If you haven't seen his videos, on YouTube you should okay and now a word from our sponsor nurses and nursing students all healthcare workers really we have a lot of documents to keep up with and unfortunately care facilities don't help much that's where nurse backpack comes in this app is great it's easy it's free and now you can carry all those licenses credentials records and things your workplace wants on your phone You can even add work history and other records like CEs. To add or update your info, type it in or photograph the docs front and back. It's really that simple. And then all you have to do is set reminder dates for expirations and renewals. You're putting a lot in there. So Nurse Backpack is already secured for you. Plus you choose when and if you share your resume. You can send it to yourself, your manager, or as a job application just with a few clicks. You're not a filing cabinet. You're a healthcare professional. Don't let paperwork cause mischiefs or worse. This is the most complete document assistant you can get for healthcare. It's an app and it's free. Download Nurse Backpack today. Welcome to Nurses and Hypochondriacs, Jocelyn James, or Joselle James. See, I messed it up. I know. That's, I always mess it up. That's okay. I'm just going to call you JJ there. That's why. <laughs> the charming nurse. So... Welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Seriously.
0: Wow. Cool. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love your YouTube channel.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So tell us about yourself. How did you are you a comedian? Why did you start doing the I have just so many questions. You oh, know. yeah. Start doing these really funny YouTube, especially with the COVID. Oh my God. You are so on point. So on
1: point. <laughs> thank you. Um, so we'll start off in my comedian. I mean, I feel like nowadays anyone, you know, with a uh, Instagram, Facebook, if you put whatever you want on there, you can be that. Right. So I just put comedy on one of my um, Instagram profiles and, um, people started associating me with, uh, being a comedian, but, um, I started off. Do you want me to just go off my whole story?
0: Yeah, well yeah. Um, but I just wanna interject, like nowadays to be in healthcare, you have to be a comedian. <laughs> if you don't have a sense of humor, get out Absolutely.
1: Oh, Absolutely.
0: Every day in clinic for me is like a comedy show. I yeah. go in there and my staff already knows, you yeah. know, they're like, What stories do you have for us today? Like I yeah my palm springs staff in probably three or four months and i jumped in there one day and they're like oh my god what's been going on with you and i'm like oh my god you know i have crazy stories yeah
1: (laughs) you you need to laugh especially nowadays where there's People are looking to laugh, right? But especially if you're working with patients, if you're working with doctors, you need to be able to laugh.
0: You need to be, it needs to be having comedy. Oh my God, I used to make fun of so many people, you know, (laughs) And and it was just like, I was like, let me do, you know, and I would just improvise and do that person. Oh my God and oh so many stories i but, would have yeah. loved
1: working with you that would have been that would have been we would oh, have been you
0: never know it's not the end of the world yet
1: we would have <laughs> caused some drama we probably would have gotten written up maybe three or seven times
0: 50 million <laughs> yeah so so go ahead and jump into your story like how did you get started why did you choose nursing
1: uh why did i choose nursing well <laughs> uh i'm filipino right and it's kind of like, Kaiser. I don't work for Kaiser. <laughs> you know, I heard, I heard about that. Someone told, I put on my Instagram, you know, what's it take to work for Kaiser? And someone's like, oh, if you're Filipino, you're set. <laughs> so go ahead and apply. <laughs> right. and I'm like, is that all it takes? Cause I'll, I'll apply right now. <laughs> um,
0: Kaiser, I mean, we did a whole episode on that and Kaiser was recruiting uh, Filipino nurses back in the day. Like it yeah. was like, late 70s and 80s so they were recruiting there so that is where that comes from
1: it's so interesting because people think and maybe this is it um when you make it to kaiser you like make it you know people say "Oh, you you, you got into kaiser you made it and to me i'm just like made what (laughs) (laughs) what did you you
0: get all these benefits there your union um before i don't think they have that anymore where you you had insurance forever yeah that's pretty cool there was all these little uh, benefits that you had, um, but I don't think it's like that anymore. I'm oh, they
1: don't sure do that anymore? anymore?
0: Man. I'm not sure. I have some friends that work there as NPs now, yeah. but they, they really don't talk about the perks. Yeah. So, because they've worked at other places and gotten perks too. And they're like, and hey, it's all right. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. The union is, They like the union because the union will, one of my Ste- friends step in got, for them. Yeah. One of my friends was having some issues. The union totally stepped in for her and it was like, right on.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I just yeah. hear that. I mean, I hear good and bad things, right? I hear good yeah. on the pay, good on the benefits but people, you know, and we were just talking about this earlier. People are very square, right? A lot of nurses, healthcare, oh, very yeah. square. And I hear to work at Kaiser, you have to be Kaiser.
0: Yeah, you have to be because it's, it's kind of like a uh,
1: Gestapo. Yeah, they have a term for it. They call it Kaiserized.
0: Kaiserized, really? You've
1: never heard that? Yeah, they, no. I, I've heard that several times. Oh, yeah, you, you have to be Kaiserized. You have to follow what they do. I'm like, yeah, I'm too much of a free spirit to do that. You know?
0: Yeah. Me too. Um, me too. Yeah, I, like, I worked for pharma, and I uh, was in. I, they put me in the closet all the time. They put me in pharma jail, which I always called it. I'm like <laughs> pharma jail again. Like, I was always making fun of my boss. Yeah. Uh, he used to work for Pfizer and I tell these stories on my storytelling uh webinars but uh yeah I'd always make fun of him because he was so eco and he wasn't a nurse right so he was right. very intimidated by us and I had a master's and I was an NP and he wasn't so he was terrified of me but he was such a dick to me you know <laughs> get it he worked for Pfizer but um he was not very nice but I always made fun of him and then yeah. one day he was dating my friend okay he was dating my friend and my friend told me he's like I think I'm dating your boss and he never met my boss they met on an online dating site right
1: yeah very common nowadays
0: yeah and I go how did you meet him and he goes um oh I I go I didn't think he'd have his face on there he he's so is closeted you know yeah ours to be like a straight man yeah (laughs) And, and, and uh And he goes, Oh no, he just had his naked torso on there. I was like, What? What? Yes, no head, just a naked torso. And I tell my friend, I go, Why would you go out with a man with a naked torso? Can you imagine dating someone with no head and just a body? Can you imagine that?
1: They didn't even exchange (laughs) faces.
0: (laughs) No, he just went out with him not knowing what he looked like. What?
1: That must have been a good torso. I I need to look at this torso. (laughs) I, uh, wow.
0: <laughs> good torso. I need some so, tips. And, and then it was it was hilarious because I, I tell my friend, I was like, what? And he kind of just went thought, eh, he made that face, you know? And, and was it
1: his torso uh, though?
0: No, it was it was it was my boss's torso. Yeah,
1: but was it my his?
0: Face. My friend, yes, it was. It was oh, his okay. torso. <laughs> I landed at meeting. they ended up dating. And my friend tells me because he's like, Oh my god, is it the person who he talks about sounds like you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn!
0: because I, I always made fun of him yeah. I would try to get him lost you know he'd I would do the weirdest things like I'm like I'm gonna be at Glendale Adventist at eight o'clock at night doing yeah. like you know um uh, giving a, a seminar or whatever we had to do you know and he'd be like shit <laughs> so i purposely schedule all these night things you yeah because i knew he hated it and, and i knew he would always get lost and he always got lost because he was Damn. Always perfect so i was like "Ha!"
1: you, know? like, you love oh. those pranks huh oh
0: my god yes but he never caught on yeah. that's how much in his ego he was that i was always fucking with him never caught it never did you that's know that's the death
1: the death of healthcare is egos.
0: Yeah, death of healthcare. But it's so fun just to mess with these people, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, so, yeah. You, so, have
0: you have
1: to. You have to. You If they're so high up, right? You now, have to, you know, come on down.
0: Come on down. Okay. So getting it back to you, you know? <laughs> Those are my wacky wacky stories, but that's how you have to have comedy in healthcare these days. Yes. So tell us, like, about you then. How'd you get into nursing? Was your mom a nurse?
1: My mom was a nurse, and I was lost as a high school graduate. And what was everyone doing? Everyone was, you know, majoring in biology, uh, psychology, you know, a bunch of random stuff. And I, I was going to go undeclared. I wanted, you know, something romantic was go undeclared and figure it out. You know, that was like, I wanted that. And my mom said, no, <laughs> you're going into nursing. I said, okay, you know, coming from. I uh, called
0: you. Your mom was like, you're going into nursing and that's it. Follow the Filipino way. Uh,
1: kind of. It, it wasn't that. Uh, Filipinos aren't um, that vocal. So it wasn't, there wasn't that many words in that sentence. It was just like, no, you're going to nursing
0: oh
1: my gosh and then she said i I do not i do not i'm an only child oh wow single mom and she said yeah after you can do whatever you want but i mean after i'm thinking okay that's four years of nursing school i was fresh out of high school and then after nursing school what am i gonna do not be a nurse (laughs) i had to be a nurse right (laughs) So I'm like, I'm going to keep this in mind. She said I can do anything after, but you know, but after four or five, six, seven years working as a nurse, I'm like, all right, well, I think I can do something else now.
0: (laughs) And what kind of a nurse, you went to UCI. I
1: went to UCI, UCI, yeah. Yeah. And
0: what kind of nursing did you go into?
1: I uh, went into, initially, I was in the burn ICU. Um, I was, uh, they were the first people to call me back, you know. At UCI? No, no, no. At, um, it was the county hospital. I don't work there anymore it was a county hospital uh burn hospital um but it wasn't you know i didn't love it but i think it was a great starting point as a new grad um i went to the er and then that's where i found if if you identify as a nurse you know everyone identifies differently i identify as an er nurse i loved it and i feel like you know someone with our personality likes that chaos people in the er have that humor ER. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. people have that humor people have um People can laugh, uh, very dark humor, very fast paced, uh, but I just got burned out, you know? So I tried something else, I went to oncology, and then...
0: (laughs) Not to laugh, but you're burnt out, and you're like, oh, sure, I'll just go (laughs) death. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, no I went to oncology. That,
0: not to be rude, not to be mean. Uh, if anybody's listening, you know, it's like I have very dark humor. But that that's kind of not what I would think. I think you'd be like, "I'm gonna go do pediatrics." Yeah, yeah,
1: or, definitely.
0: Right, then you pick oncology.
1: But it was kind of it wasn't like, "Oh my god, like I want to do oncology." It was more like I need to try something different, you know. <laughs> so the move, the move itself was good, but I mean, I don't think I could do this until I'm sixty-five. um, And then over the past few years, I've been thinking about um, entrepreneurship, I've been getting connected with different organizations, like there's a nurses and business organization been going to conferences thinking, what can I do outside of the bedside, um, that one, I'll enjoy. And two, that will give me a living still, you know, because, you know, nurses will give me a living, but I can't do that forever. Right. I tried this whole entrepreneur thing, brainstorm for a couple of years. Um, and finally, I came up with uh, the charming Nurse, which I was just going to, I had this whole business model and plan. I'm going to teach soft skills because work in healthcare, you know, people don't have soft skills, communication, no. social no. skills, um, how to talk to people, how no. to talk to patients, how to talk to doctors yeah it's not there so so i was like i'm gonna start the charming nurse you know how to be charming um and you know create a whole business model out of this and just put up a bunch of youtube videos uh for for whatever reason that that didn't work out i didn't love making the videos and i wasn't getting as much traction as I, i thought um and then i was like i'm gonna pivot and then let me try making funny videos. Let me see where this goes. I was in this very experimentation stage. I yeah, barely started but YouTube.
0: But that's how it is. That's yeah. how it is in the beginning. It is a journey. You got to enjoy the journey. Yeah. You don't know where you're going to go. You're like, I don't know. I mean, when I started, and we were talking a little bit about this before the show, when I started my projects, I knew where I was going. I just wanted to have fun. Yeah. I just wanted an outlet. I was not happy where I was at, you know. Exactly. Yes. Uh, because I, my, my, my coworkers were so stiff and boring, you yes. know, and, 100%. And I couldn't relate to them. And I was like, God, I went to get this NP and this is just not what it's cracked up to be. Yeah. 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 It's like, I feel that there's somewhere else and I try teaching and, you know, it's all part of the journey. And especially when you're doing something creative, it can morph into something else. You connect with someone and then, who knows
1: exactly. And that's, what's been happening right now. I mean that you saw my video, I started making funny videos and I connected with you and it's been amazing. You know, uh, people seem to, that's what I've realized. People seem to want to laugh nowadays. Yeah. People, although soft skills and and things are important. And I tried adding jokes into that. it, It didn't resonate as much as if when I made funny videos, you know, videos meant to make you laugh, still have a little tiny message in there as all comedy should, but um, that's what really people started paying attention to me, you know, through these comedy videos.
0: Right, and I saw you on Instagram when you were doing the essential, non-essential. Oh yes. my god, you were <laughs> so on top. I mean, because I was first essential. Okay, when this whole COVID thing came about, right? When you're essential. I'm calling all my MP friends. We're like, yeah, we're like high fiving Yeah, it. yeah. We're
1: essential. We made the cut. We made it. <laughs> we we're made on the team. It. <laughs> put me in Coach.
0: <laughs> I'm worthy <laughs> <laughs> right it's like we're well, high-fiving you're getting free Starbucks yeah you're getting to go first in line at Costco yeah
1: McDonald's oh my god
0: McDonald's you get egg McMuffins for free delicious you know? you're like finally it's on time yeah
1: for reals <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we've been such under the radar, and then bam, COVID hits, and it's like, oh hey, there's nurses, you know? You're like, what's a nurse? And it was so weird, right? People, people would start texting me. I'm sure you got this. People like, hey, um, thanks for all you do.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's oh, like yeah. Oh, even better. Men I had dated, I don't know how many years ago. I don't know how many. Hey. How are you doing during COVID? Yeah, like it's all like death, like everybody's yeah. dying, like it's the apocalypse, like zombie apocalypse all over the place. okay? Uh, like literally, yeah. Blues, like 20, 30 of them, like text I'm like, what the fuck? What is wrong with these people? Yeah, <laughs> and
1: we're still just showing up to work, doing the same thing, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. There's extra. Okay,
0: you're okay. you know, you're watching too much CNN. That's yeah. get off the TV. It's fine. I was still working. And then second week of April, I got deemed non-essential. Because oh. pediatrics all of a sudden didn't exist.
1: Wow, okay.
0: One disease process, COVID. Yeah. Nothing else existed.
1: Nothing else there mattered.
0: COVID world, it's dystopian comedy. I'm like, well, I guess there's no pediatrics.
1: <laughs> no pediatrics. <laughs> no other airborne diseases matter.
0: Right, nothing. No, no, no TB. TB.
1: They don't care. No, no
0: cancer. Zero. Cancer out.
1: All about COVID
0: all about COVID and I was like oh shit because I we always thought as nurses and this is my other NP friends we're like shit we'll always have a job no matter what
1: oh my not god true. yes
0: not true not true at all not true.
1: <laughs> not true at all I'm getting cut hours you know um yeah I'm getting cut hours my uh a lot of my co-workers are getting cut hours you see people getting furloughed you know and what happened yeah. Even my grandma and my and my mom be like, "You'll always have a job." Everyone's like, "Oh, yeah. you're going to nursing? That's great. You always have a job." I'm like, "Yeah, I will. I guess." Yeah. And this happens.
0: Yeah, we are hot. Let me tell you, we we're just, and then we we're like, wah, wah, mic drop. You know, so, <laughs> you're like, what the heck? I haven't. But anyway. I mean,
1: um, that's also why I I love uh, going into entrepreneurship and I love being on this journey because hopefully this will be, um, you know, my livelihood, you know? yeah,
0: that was such a great time because um, I was on some Facebook site and uh, about a month ago or so, a bunch of St. Joe's nurses because there was all this PPE BS, you
1: know? Yeah.
0: Um, so they, uh, you know, walked off their job because one of their coworkers got COVID, and and they didn't have enough PPEs, and they walked off their job. And this one girl was making such a big mess, and then I read it. I go, well, they got—they're getting paid. They're union, you know. It wasn't St. Joe's. I'm sorry. It was St. Saint, um, St. Saint Ju- I don't know some some Saint some Saint in Santa yeah. Monica. Okay, uh, St. John's. That's it. <laughs>
1: Some St. Jay so
0: many Saint hospitals around here, St. John's. That's what it was. Um, and so I was like, well, at least I got sent home with pay cause I ain't getting paid girlfriend, but this is why if you're an entrepreneur and you have another gig going on, you have your projects, which is yeah. going. And I said, you know, that is why it's nice. Um, that, uh, we have, you know, I have my writing it kind of still keeps me going. I have my yeah. pop. I have some advertisers on. Absolutely. I'm doing webinars. I'm doing, you know, so I can switch gears and jump in. That's the beauty of nursing. And yes. and so what she responded was, it's game over now because now we are not in a recession, but this is equivalent to, um, what's it called, 1920s era or 1940s era, uh, the great depression so now yeah. we're in the great depression and game over everything's done you Noah know and i was like whoa i don't know where you came from sister
1: yeah
0: <laughs> but it's not over till you're dead yeah and for real great depression so many businesses came for so many
1: yes thank you for yeah. bringing that up yes
0: and that's the thing you got to look at what problem can you solve? And as nurses, I think that's really great. I mean, yes. they have all this in the East Coast. So, so West Coast, we're so behind. I don't know what's going on with West Coast. you think we'd be up on it. you think this is Hollywood. you think we'd be like, oh uh, my guard. Nope. What are we
1: What are we behind we're,
0: on? We're, we're just too conservative here. But oh,
1: East you think? Coasters,
0: they have this nurse innovation, all this stuff. We really don't have that. Oh. Not too yeah. much of that going on. J&J is East Coast, so they're focusing on them, which is great, but you don't want to be, I mean, from my perspective, you want to do your own thing. Yeah. J&J, j j owns you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And that's what I you're always try, try to entrepreneur. tell
0: people. You're not an entrepreneur. J&J owns you. That's great. Yes. If you sell your stuff to J&J, and then you get the money, and you're like, okay, bye. I'm going to go do some other stuff. Yes. And people like, oh, look, J&J is helping me. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's not really yours. Yeah. Now, if you, like you and I, we just started from the ground up. we're like, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. That is very the, much the entrepreneur way.
1: Yes. And it, so, it, it puts it more on your responsibility. You know, it's not on my hospital who decides to cut off employment Cuts my hours, (laughs) right? right? It's up to me. uh, How much work am I going to put in? What kind of, you know, what kind of services I'm going to put out? And I think it puts the responsibility more on the person and the individual. But some people, some people, I think, aren't ready for that, right? Because I always encourage everyone: you you need to do this, you start this, you start this.
0: Oh, they're not ready, or they're so in their ego. They're afraid. Yeah, you know, I've gone through this. I've gone through absolutely. This. Like there, I there, I went through stages where even starting an Instagram page for Rogue was really hard for me. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know, what are people going to think of me? Yes. You know, but once you get rid of the ego, once you get rid of the fear, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, it, yeah, it, it,
1: the imposter syndrome. Battle. Imposter syndrome's yeah.
0: there. Yeah, that's something. Right? New. So talk about imposter
1: syndrome. I, you know, I don't think it's new. I think not enough people have been talking about it, right? Imposter okay. syndrome is this phenomenon um, that happens when the individual, who, who, you or whoever, doesn't feel like they're adequate, doesn't feel like they're the right person for the job, right? So say um, a, new, a brand new nurse gets on the unit and says, oh my God, like I'm an imposter. They're going to find me out going to know that i don't know anything i shouldn't even have come here i how do i even pass nursing school these are thoughts you know that happen with a lot of people
0: right and i mean i don't know if i ever thought that when i was a new grad i just right. was like okay i gotta get it you know yeah and maybe it's a generational thing with more millennials you know I don't i've heard that too at that, but my generation is like, okay, we went to school, we got to figure it out, you know. <laughs>
1: oh, okay, that's interesting. Okay,
0: yeah. um, that, that's not I, the first I, time I've heard that. We just, we just got to climb the ladder and figure yeah. it out. And I was just, I was listening to a couple podcasts on millennials and yeah, uh, some theories, which was really interesting. Like millennials want to be perfect now. Yeah, like, out of school, I got to be perfect now the school doesn't even teach you anything. I mean, they yeah. teach you the basics to get through. They yeah. really don't teach you anything. I mean, you learn when you're at the, the hospital. Yes. Every hospital is different. Every clinic is different. You know, yeah. I've been doing, uh, like registry nursing almost my whole career. And I've been in this career for almost 25 years. Right. And I, locums now and even when I go to different clinics people are like are you gonna sign on are you okay this clinic and, and I'm always like mm, I'm always like I have an eyebrow up and I'm just really assessing everything and and sometimes I'll write I get good stuff to write about yeah. and stuff and, and they're just like well uh, and they're new grads right you yeah. know all the difference I go this is the only place you worked at sister you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's well, whole ocean of other stuff out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, we become a product of our environment a lot of times. It's oh, like for the sure. This, you know? The form yeah. Form this, where you become this cockroach and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm everything everybody's telling me, you know? But I think the thing of it is when you're a new nurse is not to be perfect.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, absolutely. But you... It's just so scary. Like the way nursing school, the way uh, you're brought up into this world as a baby nurse, you're expected oh, to baby. be, you know what I mean? You're expected I like to,
0: to say Jedi nurse. Uh,
1: Jedi nurse? I, uh, bit-
0: I like to switch it to Jedi nurse because I did have um, Sonia on the show. And I, I don't know if you know Sonia. I forget I do one. not. Okay. Sonia wrote a book called, um, Oh Shit, I Almost Killed You. Okay. She was on our, our show in 2017. Okay. Like, started um, in
1: uh, I, I've read the title call. before
0: yeah yeah so but she calls people baby nurses and, and on our podcast I go let's call them Jedi nurses let's let's build ourselves up baby nurse and you realize you're not a baby you know uh, Okay, it's an empowering term you know
1: Jedi nurse right <laughs> okay I like it how about Padawan nurse I call, I call them Padawan nurse
0: what's a Padawan nurse
1: if you're gonna say Jedi nurse you need to know Padawan Padawan is like right before you become a Jedi <laughs> Okay, right, right, because you have you have a. I call all my preceptees and you grads. You're about you're a Padawan, right? And then your more experienced nurses are Jedi's.
0: Okay, I like. Right, it's,
1: a, it's Star Wars references. Sorry, I'm a nerd. You
0: know what? That's. I think we need to have Star Wars references everywhere. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. It it works. It's a hero's journey. I yeah. teach my storytelling.
1: Oh yeah, the archetype archetypical hero just journey amazing. Yeah. yeah. So but the, that uh that imposter syndrome isn't just exclusive to to new grad nurses though it's also what you were just saying um your your instagram right it's like oh what are people going to think right. you know it, that's imposter syndrome right and i experience that every day whenever i press record i'm just like <laughs> but it it's like you said it's something you just need to work through it never really goes yeah. away right yeah. but it's just like um you know but l- your literally
0: so funny I mean you were so right on point like the new oh nursing, thank you <laughs> the, new, nurse, the new, new nursing school one. Oh yes where you're just like you're never gonna pee again <laughs> you're never gonna did you eat your lunch in 10 seconds you didn't eat your lunch that that is so on point you know and then I love the z-dog because z-dog and I have this thing going
1: oh, on. you saw that one yes it was very very funny so yeah. that thank you that was one of my first, like, Z-nurse. funny ones.
0: Didn't, didn't you? Didn't you say Z-nurse?
1: I said like J Dog or something, they but got
0: something like that. Again,
1: that was still my experimentation phase. Uh, when I wrote that, it you know, it wasn't like the best writing. You know what I mean? It was, but uh, oh my God, I, I enjoyed it,
0: was it very, very funny because I Z Dog and I have issues because. Um, oh
1: really? Tell me about that.
0: Um. There was another podcaster uh, when I was a new podcaster and he, you know, really nice guy uh, tried to get him on a show and he's like, Oh my God, he wanted, he wanted me to pay him. Like, I don't know how much money. And he goes, he charges like over a hundred thousand dollars to be at a, a conference. And, and that is a lot of people do that. Right. And that was at the time where he was just doing his videos mostly. Yeah wasn't really doing his YouTube show so much. And um so I, I looked on his website. He goes, here's the website, check it out. And I looked and I was like, wow. So I think he's always like, oh, I'm an advocate for nurses, blah, blah, blah. He's so yeah, yeah. he is not an advocate for nurses. What? He's an advocate for himself. Okay. He's a narcissist. Stay in your lane advocate for yourself don't come out and go I love riches. he does
1: do that he does do that for sure absolutely does that we
0: can take care of ourselves okay we don't need you do dogs stay in your lane what your doctors don't want anything to do with you <laughs> <laughs> like what is your problem okay so I kind of went on um, Twitter and he was saying something and I go stay in your lane you charge so much money you know you, there was another nurse you, you are not for nurses if you were for nurses you go on this guy's show and not charge him because he's giving you free PR That's you ridiculous. know he's promoting you for free he's a little guy yeah yeah okay? yeah so like he's just starting out you know and um, he was like you're a liar how dare you you know and he said I was defaming him so I immediately blocked him yeah so what Yes. so then i had uh, a nurse on my podcast just a few months ago on our episode where a nurse was strangled on the job no by a by an uh, an anesthesiologist yes Uh,
1: i think i remember hearing about that
0: story okay so she's in colorado and she got strangled uh, and he, I, I saw this video with him where a newscaster was uh, interviewing Z Dog, okay? Uh-huh about this situation. So dog chimes in. He's like, this doctor was overworked. So he automatically doesn't even know the story of what really happened, jumps on the doctor's side. I was furious.
1: I'd be furious.
0: And so we talked about that. And I go, did you? And she's like, yeah, that jerk. You know, he doesn't even know what happened. He's automatically, I go, I'm sorry, under no circumstances is it ever okay to strangle much work or not you know whatever to strangle anyone anyone ever ever i was like i couldn't believe that and i go right there bam
1: yeah (laughs) ever in public
0: stay in your lane if you're you automatically what the hell but that tells you he's just looking for he's an opportunist he's looking for an opportunity to promote himself you know
1: Oh, man. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Um,
0: well, this just happened. This just happened. I was like, ah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> these opportunists, these ego-minded people, they will always out that. I mean, they will – and I just told you the story of my ex-boss. Yeah. You can always get them, you know? Yeah. It's like it's, like, it's the demon and I am St. Michael. I'm just waiting there with my sword, <laughs> waiting there to just go Whoosh!
1: Yeah, let's ah! just let him know. Let him you know. know. Dang! He, so, so he replied to you when you said when he said
0: this was on Twitter. This was years ago. This yeah, was,
1: but Z Dog replied to you.
0: Yes, he Dang. was tweeting me back, and I had said that. Yeah, we were going back and forth because I had accused him of charging yeah. over a hundred thousand dollars, which he did, and he had erased it on his
1: uh, website
0: on his website that he had at that time. Yes, that's so.
1: insane. That's so much money. Yeah. That's just.
0: But, to, but people do charge that much that wow. they organizations do have that money to pay. I mean, it wow. paid $5,000, you know, and up for keynote speakers and stuff. Oh know?
1: yeah. Well, yeah. For keynote speakers, you get, you get paid up yeah, and up, I right?
0: he was charging between, it said 10,000 and a hundred thousand. But to
1: be on a podcast, right?
0: To be on a podcast, he wasn't charging that much, but he had asked for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I had someone do that to me on a storytelling show, and they later actually came on my podcast and didn't charge and was very open to being on the podcast. So sometimes it's ego and people don't get it and stuff. And if you have money to pay, that's great.
1: Well, yeah, it depends how high, how high profile you are one right
0: right and, and also
1: and, depends what's the podcast right
0: right and, and um you wait know, do, like,
1: I, do i have to pay you to be here
0: no, <laughs> do I have to pay you? no. <laughs> we do have an advertisement
1: i got <laughs> a bill i got a bill from you i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> but we do do a lot of promotion here you know i love my people i do promotions i always write about people so i give people as much PR yeah. as I can, you know, uh, and any of my guests can attest to that, any of my friends can attest to that. I mean, that's just who I am. So, yes. <laughs> But moving right along here, getting back to this whole thing. So with the COVID, it's been really great to make fun of, you know? Yes,
1: it it, it has.
0: I mean, people, have your friends been so, like, terrified and, like, the fear?
1: My non-medical friends? Yeah. Uh, I can see a lot of fear, yeah. Definitely a lot of fear from them because they don't probably have that layer of healthcare knowledge that we have. Right. And, th- and that makes sense. Right. There's a little more fear. Um, it's just interesting to see the the spectrum of how people are handling this COVID. Right.
0: It's just really weird, too, because I've had a lot of NP friends who uh, have diagnosed many COVID people and yeah. uh, they got tested. A couple of my friends got tested twice. Negative. Yeah. You know, test- They have uh, diagnosed several COVID people like a lot. Yeah. And- testing negative and I had uh, my cousin in New York he was exposed to a couple of very very sick people who tested positive he's like
1: I never got sick and mm-hmm. I'm like
0: I don't know <laughs> I really don't know what's going on. It's a lot of weird stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I hear a lot of positive people, though. Like, I hear a lot of positive exposures, people getting sick, um, you know.
0: You hear people getting sick? Nobody I know has gotten
1: sick. Uh, No one I know personally, but, again, it's just me and my mom. Actually, yeah. (laughs) My very close uncles, like a couple of them, uh, I heard got sick. I'm not in too touch with them. And, of course, your family um, – Friends of my coworkers, families in other states,
0: oh, have right?
1: Yeah, have gotten sick. Yes,
0: and not hospital hospitalized.
1: Hospitalized, intubated. Immediately. Yes, Immediately. That, that's for oh, sure. Wow. For sure, happening, and it's just it's yeah, it's shocking. The it's did just information, it out, right?
0: Or did they? No.
1: Ju- did oh, they- I I didn't follow up. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't follow up. Well, when it comes to people getting sick and stuff, like I only. I only take what's given to me. You know, I'm not going to follow up, especially if we're not that close. I'm not going to oh, be like, hey, yeah. how's your family friend in, um, in New York in the hospital? I'm not, I don't think that's appropriate for me.
0: Are they still alive? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm not going to ask that, you know.
0: I can see that. I can see that and stuff. But there's just, it's so interesting, all the changes in healthcare that kind of came over as soon as everything, as soon as COVID hit, it's like, boom, telemedicine you know it, it's just like it's you know, insane it's telemedicine and and it's funny I, I was on this Facebook site with all these nurse practitioners they were talking about telemedicine right yeah. and, and what patients were doing was hilarious so some were like getting there and they're having a cocktail while they're talking to the nurse practitioner yeah. right? and then some of them are on the toilet. Okay, some of them are naked, um, some of them have naked people running across the screen, some of them are smoking pot, some yeah. of them are smoking cigarettes, you know, some of them are driving during yeah. their, you know, one nurse, actually, this is a good thing, and, and my friends, my other NMP friends are like, it's like the zoo, yeah. you at people in their own environment.
1: So you know? weird. It's <laughs> so weird.
0: And, and and so one woman, she found her patient. I guess she was doing a diabetes check. She's a diabetes nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. And and she found this woman eating cornstarch. She's like, hey, what are you eating? What are those boxes of there? She's like, I'm eating cornstarch. Cornstarch? And she's like, yeah, I, I, she's eating cornstarch. And she had seen this woman in clinic before. I never caught on to this, you know, but she had several boxes of cornstarch. She goes, I eat four boxes of cornstarch a day.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Like now, just raw? Yes,
0: yeah, she just picks it out of the box. It's her thing. She's her whole family has eaten cornstarch because then we were all like, "It's Pica, you know, it's Pica."
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh no, it's not Pica because she's eating. This is a great, great. If you were gonna write uh, a a scenario for your students, this is a good one. Yeah. Because you know, you're automatically, where's your brain gonna go? It's gonna go to Pica. Yeah. You know? But no, if you do more on the history, this woman has been eating cornstarch ever since she was a kid. Her whole family eats cornstarch, which is a diabetic. Hello, that's over 900 calories of carbs. I'm shocked
1: right now. Yeah.
0: Yes. So she was able to diagnose this and give her like good teaching. And I go, well, at least she was, you know, she's showing you that yeah. means open to change because if she wasn't open to change, she wouldn't be doing it in front of you, you know, because what I say in right. the that- realm that happens is it, it, it's like people come and show us the real cells but to the doctor they'll show them another side yeah you know, it's like the demons come into me and i'm like the the um, the exorcist right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but when they yeah. go to the doctor the doctor yeah. go, oh, they didn't tell me that
1: yeah yeah for real. <laughs>
0: same thing you know it's and like, I'm just
1: like two different realms
0: two different realms and i'm like well i must be living in another yeah. like reality than this guy is that
1: know? the same patient right
0: certain patient yeah yeah is that the same patient are you sure <laughs> so yeah so there's this other thing i want to talk about contact tracers real quick i know yeah. you said you didn't know too much about it but i'm gonna read what the cdc website oh my god has. it this case investigation and contact tracing part of a multi-pronged approach to fight the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, And so it says, case investigation and contact tracing a core disease control measure employed by local and state health department personnel for decades. I've never heard of this. You've never heard of this. I've never heard of it. And so. i never—they never went through contact tracing in school when I was in school. I was last in school in two thousand what? Four, two thousand three, two thousand four. Graduated in two thousand five. Um, but I must have fallen asleep when they talked about contact tracers because allegedly it's been going on for decades.
1: So what? What exactly? Why is this coming out with a CDC right now? What are they saying about it?
0: Well, they said that um, it's a key strategy for preventing further spread of COVID. Uh oh. is needed, communities must scale up and train large workforce and work collaboratively across public and private agencies to stop the transmission of COVID. Like you can, oh. this is a great... I can see you doing a skit on this, okay? I, this is here. You go. Inspiration for you. I'll so be
1: they're saying pretty much in order to in order to find out where the sources come from, we have right. to document every single person that does everything.
0: Right, right. Is that and so we're going now? it'll document this contact tracing thing. Uh, if you're sick, it's also going to contact or it's also going to trace where you've been. Yeah. Who you infected? All the people you've been with, you know, uh, who you've come in contact forever, and you know what? You know, it, it's interesting because you're you, when COVID all happened, and I was like, where are they getting these terms from? Yeah, Bad Curve, social distancing, right? You no, know, um, stay safe, or, or or what? Stay inside. Like everybody was promoting this. It's like, yeah. We had all these celebrities out there, like, promoting Nike. They're like, I've got COVID. Like, why would you come out and say that? I mean, I was just like, this is so weird.
1: You oh, know? like Tom Hanks?
0: Yeah, Tom Hanks and basketball players were, like, all these celebrities. They were promoting COVID. That is
1: true. Uh, that is true. You
0: know? and, and also, um, people from the movie Contagion, they were all coming out. They're like, okay, the CDC has told us to come and talk to you. people." Like, like Matt Damon. Matt Damon. It's telling me how to keep my immune system, how to, how to be safe with this uh, virus. Matt Damon, okay, is telling me. I've been a nurse for 25 You know how much shit I have <laughs> how much crap i've been through okay matt Damon, i'm gonna listen to you because you were the star of contagion
1: i didn't even see this he came out with a video
0: yes they came oh out my with a, God. the whole staff of i people. didn't know this but contact tracers were in contagion because yeah that's how he used, that know? makes sense also flatten the curve was on contagion uh social distancing what really contagion. okay and the weird thing is too sanjay gupta was on contagion, and here we Insane. go. Insane. Here's the high strange, okay, ready for the high strange. Yeah. When I first did my first episode on uh, COVID, which was called the coronavirus back in January, yeah. I was working at a gig, uh, at a locums gig in Bakersfield, and I was uh, it was early in the morning, I was on the treadmill, and CNN was on, and I don't have TV, I don't usually watch CNN, but I'm like, right. I'm gonna watch CNN just to see what's there you know and all of a sudden sanjay gupta comes on he's like oh like all like here we go again it's yeah another peace process i go oh isn't this timely because it's the beginning of the year donald trump has just you know we're not going to impeach him anymore um he just went to india they did this whole namaste trump thing and now all of a sudden oh time for a contagion time for a pandemic you know
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: talking about there, COVID, it's coming from China, Wuhan, blah, blah, blah. And it started from there. And so I immediately got my germ guy on,
1: Justin
0: uh, yeah. Tetra, who I always have on. Um, he's kind of like Bill Nye the science guy.
1: But <laughs> <that> for germs?
0: <laughs> but for germs, right? right? He's way cooler than Bill Nye, right? Um, so <laughs> I'm walking on. And I was like, Jason, is this the big one? Is this it? And he's like, no, no, no. This is this like SARS? This is like the flu? Yeah. No. The panic, you know, and, and and we talked about the anatomy and physiology of the disease process, how at right. that time you were saying it was attacking beta cells. And he's like, well, if you have a compromised immune system, or if you have like diabetes or heart disease, or you're taking beta blockers and it's going to affect you. I go, yeah, that's everybody in the United
1: States. Yeah. <laughs> 99, 99% of America.
0: percent of America. <laughs> I knew then I go watch, this should be interesting. So I started uh, uh, watching where this was going and it was interesting how the branding came about. Like I said, I work for pharma. I love yeah. branding. I study branding and one of the ways to brand to people is through fear. That is one of the
1: most. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm, I was reading a book cash advertising. Right. And one of them is like fear, you know?
0: Yeah. I was reading Brand Aid, which was uh, published in 2015. I forget who uh, is the author, but there is a, a, a paragraph right there. One of the most successful branding campaigns is branding through fear. Churches do it. Politicians
1: do it. Insurance agencies.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Right. Uh, wait. Okay. So let me let me make sure I'm hearing this correctly. You're saying they were using fear for for this COVID. No, 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 but I'm just saying you're saying they were overplaying it through fear. Just making sure I'm hearing you correctly. Yeah,
0: I mean, well, I mean, in the beginning, we're like, until we get a vaccine, nobody move. You're like, yeah,
1: (laughs) well, I mean, what if, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. What if it had gone the other way and we didn't overprepare? You know what I mean?
0: What if I right? Mean,
1: couldn't couldn't have been well, possible?
0: County, okay, but see, here's the thing that okay, you bring up a great point, but right. Alec county is supposed to be the number one most prepared in bioterrorism, okay, right, right, right. One could speculate that this could have been a bioterroristic attack. right, perhaps. you know, there's so many hypotheses, so many theories going around there, whether you think it's uh, a conspiracy theory, right theory, whatever. right. Uh, you have to look at the whole big picture anytime you're looking at this disease process. It, it is a very multifaceted problem. It is not just one way. Uh, so I had done several articles on bioterrorism. Okay. I had Jason on my show. We talked about bioterrorism. Uh, I, I interviewed him for my article. I also had him on my show, uh, and 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 he said LA County is number one prepared for bioterrorism. Okay. So now i was just like okay here we are and all of a sudden we're hearing from the media we're not prepared yeah yeah and they're like but how do you prepare for that but why we used to have i don't know did you ever participate in those exercises those exercises those bioterroristic exercises that they have once a year it was an la county wide i mean because you're not in la county no, yeah, but- I, have these uh-huh. Elliott County-wide- uh, uh Like drills. Drills.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually did one for San Bernardino County. Uh, like, if something happened like this, they would land in one of our local airports, and then nurses would have to triage and, and treat.
0: Thank you. Yeah. So, if we're so prepared, then why are you saying we're not prepared? <laughs> like, doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, more, definitely-
1: uh, is there's just so many, so many sources of information that people are just getting confused everywhere, yeah. right? And um, I, and the, the whole celebrities coming out and saying it, I don't know why they did that. Again, I didn't see that. Um, but I mean, look at yeah, our culture. We listen. Are,
0: yeah, celebrities will motivate we, people, and they listen. Celebrities
1: are our gods, right? Like what? false, our false they're gods. gods. Yeah, 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 nowadays.
0: Yeah. And there are the false gods we have to listen to them for everything and like madonna is like oh i'm so tired of being <laughs> in isolation in her mansion with all her servants sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's sure. really hard for them it's really hard for them you know so i think that mask is coming off you know and they've been some of them like even even matthew mcconaughey was doing a weird video it's like why is he doing video what the Oh come on. Mariah Carey was telling people how to wash their hands. I mean,
1: Man, uh, I missed all this. I I don't think I consume much popular popular culture media. Yeah, I why. just saw
0: it on, on Instagram and, and I do incorporate it into the show. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. always like looking for new sources of stuff.
1: But well you have to, right? You have to know what's up to date.
0: Yeah, definitely what's going
1: on, what's trending.
0: Right, right. So where what are, are your plans in the future now like what are you going to be
1: doing um right now the plan is just to produce more content i mean that's where i am you know I have, to, I have to make um in the middle of creating several videos and it, it, the, one of the hardest things is just stay on top of it you know ideally i'd like to come out with a video every week you know but yeah. editing so is its own monster <laughs> writing. You said you were a writer writing yeah. is its own monster. I barely just started comedy writing. I think you asked me earlier, how long have I been in comedy? Oh you asked that in, the, in your questions, I've barely been doing this for two or three months. <laughs>
0: Shut the comedy up. part.
1: Yeah. I swear Whoa. the comedy part. I picked <laughs> I picked up a, I may mean, be making YouTube videos since November, but the comedy part, uh, March, you know, April.
0: Oh, and you are so, so funny. I, I, <laughs> And Thank I don't you. just go around and saying that. I mean, yeah. I was watching and laughing. You know, yeah. I was like, oh my god, he's so funny. It's because you're real. You're showing what happens. Very sarcastic. Yeah. You know, and, and, and just and just highlighting it. You know, and the TikTok with the nurse. I'm just over TikTok. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't use it as my main. Wait, which
1: TikTok? Which TikTok?
0: Just TikTok videos in general with the yeah. nurses. You know it's not my oh baby. my
1: god yes like yes
0: dancing and stuff I'm like uh oh, kind of really nice. so
1: yeah TikTok uh, <laughs> platform on its own is a separate conversation i think it's a good platform but uh this excessive nurses on TikTok, it's it's gotten to a point where it's like damn because
0: you even did one with damn. the nurse on TikTok. like you did a video about i've
1: done that. a couple right and that's when i literally had zero patients like my unit was empty you know, uh, I've done a couple other TikToks, but
0: no, no, you were talking about a nurse who did a video on TikTok.
1: Uh, I wasn't talking about anyone specific, but I did, I did, um, some nurse
0: stop- said like, was she really that bad? Like, was it? Cause I think she got a lot of bashing for her video, her TikTok. This was a while ago.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Oh my God. I remember, do you remember that video? i yeah, did a video on this wow you I watched that video thank
0: you bit. yeah i watched that video and i i watched the original video with the nurse who did it and i kind of was like eh.
1: so oh okay <laughs> so there's a difference in opinion for us right like for me i thought it was funny mm. i thought it was funny when she was, uh, I thought it was
0: funny too but i thought it was I, I thought it was telling the line you know and stuff so yeah
1: because i mean uh i've been studying comedy recently you don't ever really want to punch down Right. You don't yeah. ever want to make fun of the people below you. Right. You, you can make fun of the people above you who are comfortable, but yeah. when you start making fun of like patients and stuff, that's yeah. You're telling a very fine line there.
0: Yeah. And that's
1: yeah. why I got so much backlash, but as healthcare providers, we know people come in and, you know, fake stuff. Right.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. And
1: that's why I thought it was so funny because you see that, but again, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be putting out that kind of comedy cuz you'll get backlash.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of cray. It's kind of, you know, and, and when you're doing this, you, you really have to be careful. I mean, when I first started, uh, I got pulled into my, uh, manager's office. This was back in 2012. Oh, interesting. Was my one person show. Yeah. Cause it was called the nurse and the Hypochondrix. And she's like, are you using any patient contact because you con content because you know, HIPAA and dah, da da. I go, it's not even about my patients. It's about the guys that I date. And I put yeah. them as because they, they would come to me and talk about their issues or healthcare issues. Yeah, definitely. Uh, or make them up, you know, because they wanted to relate to me. So I go, that's what it's about. But I got talked to. So I, I wonder do you ever get backlash for the videos you
1: put? Does your. Uh, recently, no. No, I don't think anyone's seen it that's that far up. <laughs> um, but I think maybe later, depending on the topics I plan to cover, right? um maybe i'll get talked to because uh i mean I'm, I'm starting to see that this is a platform where people will listen to you and i have my own opinions you know i have my own opinions about healthcare and and the system and how big money is involved and i want to put put those messages in my comedy and i understand that if once i do people are going to start you know saying oh, what's this guy doing you know
0: Yes and no. I mean, I think you you need to look at your policies at your hospital and where you're at. And, and then I always tell people what I do. You know, every local. Yeah. Person, Listen, I have this podcast. Um, yeah. I give them my flyer. I'm also a writer.
1: Oh, uh, interesting.
0: And stuff, and I and they're like, oh, that's cool. I have never gotten anybody in probably since 2017, since we started doing the podcast, who has said anything. So they think yeah. it's very. I think podcasting you now is part of a brand
1: yeah yeah definitely you
0: market yourself and they actually kind of like that yeah you know? They're like oh you're kind of cool you know and um yeah it, it just makes you different in and out of the box and stuff
1: yeah so. I mean I don't ever plan to save my hospital and just like bash <laughs> on them you know no, but I, mean,
0: I this is your own thing and, yeah and you are we still have freedom of speech you know, absolutely
1: like for the months. moment yeah
0: for the moment (laughs) you know but cool anything you want to add um about yourself tell us where we can find you on your youtube page the charming nurse
1: oh yeah you can find me on youtube as the charming nurse and you can find me on instagram facebook um tiktok as joselle james which is my first name um but yeah i think for anyone listening i think it's just important if you want to do something else if you're miserable at your job just find something to do and then do that thing. You know, I think we need to stop being miserable.
0: So true. And I love how you say you use nursing as a platform. You're not passionate about nursing, but it is your platform because you are passionate about people. And I feel very much the same way. And I think it's so true, you know, and and you can just make it your own. I think everybody is creative. I was just listening to a podcast the other day. It's like we are creating the minute we wake up in the morning. Yeah,
1: I, I believe that too. I believe people are creative.
0: People always say, like, I will tell people, they're like, you know, I, I was, and I've told this story before I shared it in my storytelling classes, how I was in a group, in a nurse practitioner group, um, and I was sharing what I was doing, and I went around, and I was like, hey, so tell me what you've done, and tell me what you've done. They all got freaked out, and was like, yeah. we're not like you, we're not creative, we're, that's not what yeah, we yeah. you know, uh-uh you know? And I was like, of course you're creative. You know, of course, like tell me about your day. And that's how we start my storytelling classes. Interesting. From the minute you wake up in the morning, tell me what your day was like. And let me tell you, no two stories are the same. They are all very creative. Yes. You know, From the minute you wake up your eyes. I mean, the, the most phenomenal stories that I hear, and this is what I was bringing. This was back in 2015. Yeah. When um, I was with this group and they were all freaked out. And one girl was like, well, I went to Europe. Is that creative? I go, yes. Tell us about your Europe trip. Go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, think- I mean, it's just, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, that's how we get to know people. That's how we get to connect.
1: It know? makes, yeah, It makes me sad because people think automatically when you think of creativity, they think of inventing, you know, a Picasso work, you know, yes, but it's, it's not nice. like that creativity is literally whatever you want it to be how do you stack your books you know at home how do you organize your furniture you know it's yes it's something as simple as that and I think um, creativity is stripped away from us especially as bedside nurses you know because you're put in this box right Uh, and you have to follow these rules and policies but and if you don't have that creative outlet then of course you won't think you're creative
0: and it's, it's interesting you bring that up because uh, when I went to nursing school, they would say nursing, and this is what uh, Florence Nightingale says, nursing is both an art and a science. And I really yes. think they've taken the art out, you know, I don't yeah, think absolutely. And it's very, very sad because of all these policies and procedures, these very strict regimented things that you have to do. It's no longer there. I mean, I I have various practices where it's pretty regimented, but I kind of go in there and do my thing. Yeah. You You have to. And I try to be as creative and as wacky as possible. I mean, even with my patients, sometimes I, I have, this is why I love doing pediatrics because kids are so much fun. Yes. Like one of my patients once uh, she came in with her mother and her grandmother or her grandmother was Spanish speaking only. And the kid sits down and she's about seven or so. And, and she's yeah. like giggling, and she goes like this, she goes, I usually have diarrhea of the mouth, but today it's coming from the other side and <laughs> it's laughing. And I'm like, is your name Sarah Silverman? You <laughs> know, like, who's that? you know and it's yeah. sarah Silverman, she talks about diarrhea comedy all the time all the time all the time um and, and stuff I, my mom wanted to go see sarah silverman once and i'm like that's not a good idea the only reason why she wanted to go was because the casino was giving free tickets that's it that's the only reason she goes look i got free tickets to sarah silverman and i go you don't want to go to that show no oh. and we went and she was just like, oh! was like so gross it's down. a
1: different different type of comedy for <laughs> sure
0: type of comedy mom very know? different <laughs> and, and it was like see all things that are free are not always yeah. good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. although sarah silverman is very talented in her own right
1: oh yeah and, she's a great writer um, you know uh, and it's that it's that. what you like you said it's being taken i don't know if i'm we're going over your time here yeah it's okay uh, we can you're keep
0: it, on. you're saying <laughs> i, I tried to stop it but it's okay as long as it's good i'm good
1: uh there's this little um there's a, this little space Even when I was in I'm still consider myself A Padawan nurse Five years Right
0: No you're not about, I think you would be a Jedi think, What's above a Jedi
1: uh, Jedi Master
0: Jedi Master Yeah I think you would be Jedi Master
1: uh, I don't think so We'll see <gasps> <laughs> but we, <laughs> we were when I was newer, um, you would look for these little places where you're going to find your creativity. And it might be, oh, talking to the patient. Oh, making the patient laugh. Those are your little bits of creativity in nursing. But as you get stacked with more clicks, more charting, um, more things to do. Right. You, that little space of creativity is getting smaller and smaller. And it makes me sad.
0: Well, I think that's a good niche for you then. Maybe going into your entrepreneur stuff is how to add that comedy, even though you're doing that click, just kind of making it all part of your routine.
1: Right. Yeah. Right.
0: And so, which I think that um, nurses coming out today don't know how to do that. You know, they don't know how to really, and there's research based on this, that so they don't really know how to connect with yeah. their- you know, and I, I've even been uh, called and asked, like, hey, uh, can you do something where um, nurses can connect with their patients more? And storytelling is- Oh, interesting.
1: Stuff. Yeah, it yeah. has to be.
0: Yeah. So this this is a thing. Uh, there was an article, I'm not sure if it was written in 2019 or 2020, where someone pointed this out. And it was mostly specifically with millennial nurses. But do you know why? Because a lot of schools are using napkins.
1: Oh, mannequins
0: most of their clinical yeah,
1: simulation labs it's all sim labs. labs
0: and so which is bizarre that you're doing sim labs in nursing because nursing is all about people
1: yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and the, the 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 gap between like what's in nursing school and what actually nursing is it's like it's so gigantic yes i, I didn't know what i was gonna be like until uh i started my first job right also, I, speaking to the, some new grads who graduated in 2020, all their last semester clinicals was all virtual, you know, yes. all virtual. It's like how yes. that's the most important part, which is the face to face with the patient. And that's got taken away because of COVID. So well, I'm interested to see where that takes them.
0: Well, I even think now with COVID, because this whole thing has been seen as a war, thanks to Barbara Burks, who was, or Bricks, whatever her name is, she was in the army, you know, she's uh-huh. calling them all nurses, soldiers, and, you know, I mean, soldiers, we are not soldiers. I, I never saw myself as a soldier. They never told me that in nursing school. Soldiers yeah. have proper equipment when yes. they're going to war. They don't go out to war without their guns or their, you know, uh, artillery or everything that yeah. they have who defend themselves but you're throwing nurses out there uh now um who so who's the enemy is it the patient now and so now oh. the enemy is the patient so this is what was going on where uh, there have been nurses coming out i don't know if they're true or not saying that they you know there were nurses actually letting people die and that really, uh, who knows if that's true or not i don't yeah. I can't speak to that um, and stuff that is just what has been going around. Who knows if that's true or not, but it is kind of scary, you know, and that's not what nursing is about. You know, I've been in situations where I've been punched in the face. I've been in sticky situations, you know, you gotta still do your job. You know, that patient is not the enemy or else don't be a nurse. Don't get into healthcare, you know? Yeah. So,
1: yeah it's rough that's a it's a gr- definitely a gray area you know yeah yeah like how, how are you going to take care of someone who's punching you um, punching you kicking you spitting on you and then you still got to show up right there which which i've done and i do but that is such a difficult situation to to internalize right yeah uh, and i don't think if you don't have a healthy coping system if you don't have a healthy coping mechanism how are you going to internalize helping someone who wants to try and kill you right, right that's right. hard
0: Right, and we've talked about this on a few shows where, you know, places like Amazon and Google, they have psychologists that their workers can go talk to, and go oh. figure, in healthcare, there's nothing. No, nope. nope, they don't. San Diego State has started a program, uh, San Diego State Union, or US, UCSD, I think. I, I, don't get me wrong here, if, if I'm wrong. I mean, it's one of those in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, and they've done research because they found so many nurses were committing suicide. There was a huge suicide rate and this one nurse, which we'll probably bring her on the show, uh, was doing this phenomenal research and so now they do have some type of system where their employees can go and seek help. I don't know psychologists on staff i don't know exactly how it works uh but they are starting to implement stuff and you think that hospitals would you deal with death and dying all so, the time all the time that there would be someone to be there for you and debrief and go talk yeah. to feeling good and just talking i mean yeah. with me and the storytelling and and people just writing and telling their stories it's such a release for them yeah, and it for is for sure so, feeling uh and and, um I just talked to someone this morning one of my students and I was like how's your writing going and he was like you know I'm learning so much about myself because sometimes we're so in our headspace and when you're writing you need to be in your heart space
1: yeah and you just heart space I love how you just said that
0: you got to just let it go and you just got to be free-flowing and that is where you learn about what's going on in your subconscious and your ego yeah you know sometimes we're not conscious of that
1: Yeah, writing's huge. That's what I've come to realize. Journaling and writing and just getting it out on the page, it's therapeutic. And um, we all need to do it more, 100%. So true. But I wanted to touch on what you just said about – the mental health issue. Yeah, I think a lot of places do have those things in place. But there's still a little stigma about like, Oh, I don't want to talk about my problems. Oh, I don't need to I can handle this. Even though those things are in place for us. People don't take the initiative to be like, I need to take care of myself.
0: Right. And that's typical nursing. You know, it's like we're thinking about everybody else. And we don't think about ourselves. Yes. Yes. And, and, it, and it's a huge problem, and it's just like you got to put yourself first. And, it, and I think flight attendants know that you got to put your mask on yourself first before you go ahead and save the
1: other yeah.
0: That's the analogy I always use with people when I'm doing wow. uh, consulting and stuff. And I go, you got to help yourself first. And uh, I mean, I'm not perfect. I, I a lot of times let a lot of things go, and I'm like, oh, you know, I got to, I got to sit and take care of this right now. Yeah. You know? do that
1: and and stuff so yeah i mean yeah having this conversation i think would be great so
0: awesome well jj it's been a pleasure we're going to go ahead and put all your stuff on our show notes so people can go ahead and follow you yes Uh, the charming nurse watch the youtube give them lots of thumbs up and yeah and i'm excited to see what else you're going to be producing and we'll probably have you on the show again soon
1: thank you celia it was great being here thank you
0: thank Thank Stay focused and organized. One way you could do that is by downloading the Nurse Backpack app, which enables you to keep all your credentials in one place and to send it to your nurse manager, your recruiter, or to that next dream job. Download the app today. The link is located in our show notes. The World Health Organization has designated 2020 as the year of the nurse and midwife in honor of the 200th birth anniversary of Florence Nightingale. And did you know that nurses have an 18 year running streak of being the number one most ethical and honest profession in all of America? Rogue Nurse Media 501c3 is going warp speed into this 2020 year of the nurse. We're sponsoring art exhibitions, murals, networking events, movie screenings, and writing webinars to promote the positive image of nurses in the media. We'd love for you to join our team. We're looking for volunteers and sponsors to help us go forward with this amazing journey. For more information, email us at nursesandhypochondriacs at gmail.com. And oh, Don't forget to go ahead and give us a five-star rating on iTunes.